0: Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season Two. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. My Season Two intention is to expand on the Twin Flame journey. I like to think of Season 2's title as Twin Flame Transformation and Beyond. And this beyond stands for so many things. On this Twin Flame journey, as you've already probably experienced, We are asked, right, you're asked to go beyond your comfort zone, to go beyond your 3D thinking beyond the status quo. And you may have experienced that you're able to go beyond in your dream state and then other dimensions. Right, this journey takes us beyond the things we once thought. It takes us beyond our minds, our limited minds thinking, and into our hearts and our souls. It takes us beyond what was once normal. And this term beyond can also serve as a reminder that there's life beyond the Twin Flame journey. We don't need to just revolve around the Twin Flame concepts or around our Twin Flame all the time. I know at the beginning of the journey, it is all consuming. And if you're just starting out on the journey, I encourage you to listen to season one because that may be very helpful. So on this Twin Flame journey, especially as we're on it for a while, we're asked not to only stand in our sovereignty, but our autonomy as a full and complete and divine human being, active in the world and thriving and having fun, filled with joy, raising our vibration. And this Twin Flame journey causes us to keep seeking, keep searching and keep expanding. So I want to expand on this podcast as I keep seeking and searching and growing. And another exciting way, season two is expanding Is by bringing in all of you and your stories to the podcast. This is so exciting. It's been absolutely amazing to start to hear them as they come in. I really am so honored and grateful. And it's, wow, it's beyond, I don't even have words for the experience I have. So I hope all of you get to enjoy this as well as you listen to them. At the end of each episode, I will share a twin flame journey. So we're all expanding together, right? When even one person expands their consciousness, it makes that level available to others. And we can look at Olympic athletes, how they're able to demonstrate abilities, physical abilities, athletic abilities that were once unthinkable years ago. And we watch them and it's, it can be mind blowing, right? And, and they're accelerating and performing the unthinkable as a collective group of athletes. And each one of them, as they push themselves, they help the others go beyond their limitations. And all of us, I believe on the Twin Flame journey are expanding our consciousness together and changing our beliefs around love. We are doing this as a collective. And when we as an individual go beyond our current consciousness and beliefs, we help each other expand. And then we expand the collective conscious and unconscious. And we also raise the vibration around us. And I'm being called to share that this doesn't mean from an ego perspective, like we get to raise this and we change the earth. It puts a pressure on us that is not necessarily what this is about because the ego is from our mind. And so if we get any ideas around it that come from our mind, we slightly get off track, which I'll address later in this podcast. But this journey is about coming from our hearts and coming from our souls, which is what our twin flame has activated, which is where we connect to our soul coming back to our soul, and helping to align with our highest vibration possible. And it just so happens that that will affect the people around us. But when we make it our sort of duty, right, when it becomes looked at from an ego perspective, then that changes the energy around doing it, right? Then it changes to an obligation that we feel responsible for the earth. And that is not the case at all. We are not responsible for raising the vibration on the planet. It is not our job. It is not our job to change our twin flame. We on this twin flame journey got activated through our hearts and our souls. And what that does is it raises our vibration and consequently it raises the vibration of those around us. But it's not our duty or job to do so. And when we don't do it, it does not mean that we're failing. And it feels important to stress that. If we do absolutely nothing else but just live our lives, we've done enough. So I just want to take responsibility off the table, responsibility for our twin flame, responsibility for the planet, for raising vibration, all that off the table, right? This is an individual journey, a journey, just remembering who we already are. It's just disbanding all the falseness that surrounds us, right? Our twin flame journey from what I've experienced, right? allows us to become conscious and notice what our beliefs are around love because we're activated by this person and it brings out this intense love in us and so we have an opportunity to look at what love really means and get rid of any of those beliefs that are not based on divine love and are not for the highest good of all because love is for the highest good of all and even though all of that sounds simple right the concept and vibration of love here on our planet unfortunately has become a vibration that is unhealthy and enmeshed with other people. It's rife with codependent behaviors. It's conditional, filled with power dynamics and tangled around money reliant and based on outdated man-made contracts and this love is often filled with fear and threatened by consequences. Now even as I was saying all that I'm like oh my gosh that sounds like so much but that all that isn't love is just some of the vibrations around love and beliefs that collectively we hold are wrapped up and meshed in these unhealthy beliefs and our twin flame journey and our twin flame allows us to look at these and untangle from anything that is not love. I have found nothing else in my years and years and years as a spiritual seeker. There's nothing else that I've found that opens the door to what love really means than the twin flame journey. And isn't that what life is really about anyway? Love, right? It's what we're all seeking. Love, love is all there is, you know that love, you know, love is love, right? And we can experience true love, divine, unconditional love without courage. So I want to talk about courage, right? A journey of this magnitude of love calls for courage. So let's look at the origin of the word courage. Cur is Latin for heart. So to be courageous is to speak from our heart, right? Not our minds. The lion is a symbol for courage. And you may have heard the term lion hearted. To have the heart of a lion is to be courageous, The lion, the all-powerful lion, the king of the jungle, is not powerful from his mind or his body. His power, it comes from the courage of his heart. You may or may not be familiar with the mystic Caroline Mace. And she says, courage requires clarity and clarity requires truth. I think this is so poignant to connect courage with clarity and truth. Because I have found that knowing what love is, requires truth, right? Love is truth. Love is only truth and love is clarity. And on the Twin Flame journey, we are challenged by our old thoughts and beliefs around love. We are asked to look at our values, to look at what behaviors are acceptable or not, what our boundaries are. Love requires boundaries because boundaries help us differentiate loving behaviors from unloving behaviors right and it takes courage to set boundaries and we are asked to go inward time and time again and find what is true for us not for anyone else not even for a 3d twin flame but what is true and right for us for our hearts and as you probably know and have experienced there's so many different truths out there about the twin flame journey and so is always to only take what resonates for you on this podcast I'm just sharing my truth as I know it today. And I encourage you to do the same because what's true for me doesn't mean it will be true for you. Our hearts know the truth, right? Your heart knows your truth and our hearts don't lie. Our minds can fabricate and tell stories, but our hearts only know the truth, which is clarity, which is courage, which is love. One of the challenges is that our body holds all of our beliefs. And some of those are in our unconscious and some of those are outdated and no longer true. And so we have to navigate through our unconscious with the use of our body and go and find out what is true and what is no longer useful and what needs healing and what needs to be looked at. Another challenge on this Twin Flame journey is that there's so much fear that can be brought to the surface. We are faced with what separation and loss looks like and feels like and how that exists with love. And so here's the thing, if we can call on courage, we can look at our fear through the lens of our hearts and not our minds. Because most fear is calling out for us to look at it, look at its origin, to heal it and to hold it, to let it go. And when we can discern what love is, we set boundaries that protect us from our fears. Boundaries protect our hearts, protect our courage, and from that place, we can heal. We can heal safely. So I was studying years ago with a dream mentor in grad school, and I had a dream, this powerful dream about tigers and lions. And after we worked this incredible dream, which is one of the many dreams that have changed my life, we talked about lions representing courage. And then we looked at the shadow side of courage, which is pride. Now, pride is a tricky disguise. And I can honestly say I've been gripped in pride's grasp many a time. And yet I thought I was being courageous. Because pride is when our ego thinks we know better. Pride is from the mind, whereas courage is from the heart. It takes courage to look at ourselves, to see our shadows. It takes courage to not know the outcome on our twin flame journey. It takes courage to let go of control. It takes courage to sit with our feelings and know, to really know that these deep emotions and feelings won't be with us forever. Remember, feelings aren't permanent. They change all the time. There's always joy waiting on the other side of pain. And so if you're really struggling right now, I want you to know this won't last. It's a law of the universe. Change is inevitable. And I encourage you to ask for help. Oh, wow. I just heard what I said. The word encourage with courage. Asking for help is courageous. I encourage you to ask for help, right? Pride tells us we don't need help. Pride tells us asking for help means there's something wrong with us. Pride cares what other people think. Courage says, I'm struggling right now. Courage says, I'm not going to judge myself for these deep feelings. Deep emotions are part of being human. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to reach out for help. I don't have to do this alone. It's okay to ask for help and support. Pride is what stops us from our healing. It stops us from growing. Pride is related to shame. Shame feeds pride. Right, Pride carries a false narrative that we should be perfect, that we should know better, that things should be differently. Courage says, no, life is sometimes and often hard. Courage says, no one is perfect. Pride compares. Courage relates. This human journey can be so challenging, and the Twin Flame Path is going to challenge us to open our hearts, have courage, and live in our truth. On this journey, we get to go beyond the norm and stand in our originality, our uniqueness and our divine self that is not like anyone else, not even our twin flame, our human twin flame. They have their own 3D human originality. And the more we have the courage to honor their choices and individual journey, the more we will honor our own, which is ultimately what I believe the twin flame journey really is, a journey back to our true divine sovereign self, a place where we live and an expanded consciousness and 5d vibration, a journey back home to who we already are, beings of light and love. And from this place of light and love and courage, we allow and encourage others, including our twin flame to do the same, to make mistakes to find their way. It's pride that says our twin flame should be different, or our twin flame journey should look differently. Pride says we should be together. Pride says we should do better. Pride said, says we're responsible for changing the world. Pride thinks it's all our fault, right? Courage says, I'm doing the best I can, even if I do nothing. Courage says, I trust in divine timing. I trust in my soul's plan. I trust that if my twin flame is struggling, I know they'll get through this. I know that if I take away their pain, I'm depriving them of the chance to heal. Courage says I may not like where I am, but I know it will change. And I'm where I should be right now. And I'm okay just as I am. And so is my twin flame. So with all that being said, I invite you to drop into your heart and just feel your truth, know your truth, and know that you have the courage to heal and expand beyond your wildest imagination and dreams. And you also have the courage to not change to be just as you are and that's okay too everyone's path is different and remember love is the most powerful force on the planet and you already are love you've got this so i hope this has helped in some way it's so nice to be back and i loved making this episode If you're interested in knowing more about your dreams, I have released my online dream course. I'm so excited about it. I've gotten some great feedback about it. If you're good at self-study and want to expand your knowledge of dreams and be creative at the same time, then this might be the right course for you. So I'll put the link below and it's also on my website and Instagram and I'll put those below as well. And if you want to share your twin flame story, send me a voice recording between five and 10 minutes and it's such a vulnerable journey. So only share what feels right in your heart email it to twin transformation 11 at gmail.com. I'll also put that link below. So thank you for joining me on season two, Twin Flame Transformation and Beyond. And now please enjoy our first beautiful, powerful Twin Flame journey share. Namaste.
1: I've told my Twin Flame story so many times. Um, and every time the listener always says it's as if I go into another space when I talk about him and us and for anyone that understands this journey, understands that. So it's, I think it's important to share our stories. So Michelle, thank you for giving us the space to do that. Um, I met my twin in 2016, on April 10th, and he walked in to the same room as me, and I can go there in my mind right now, and it's as if my solar plexus just caught fire. I call it my Donnie Darko tunnel, for anyone that understands that. It's like our solar plexus just found each other, and the world stopped spinning. We actually later referred to it as the hummingbird effect. That's the day that Justin walked into my life, and we spent the night staring into each other's eyes, talking, and re-meeting each other. Um, Justin was married when we met, and I remember that night asking him if... You know, something was missing in his marriage because the connection that we were, we had found ourselves in was just, it was unlike anything we'd ever experienced. And oh, I just remember his nod and his confusion when he looked at me and said, yes, um, he was married to his karmic partner who, let me just forward, skip <laughs> forward to today, her and I are very close. We have a lot of love for each other. Um, One of the many blessings to come out of all of this is her. Um, She kind of was always a part of this scenario also. Um, Anyone that was in love with him like that and he in love with her like that, you know, I I had to also accept and be in love with. Um, I think the first thing that happened after we met was, (laughs) I kind of refer to it as a psychotic episode. I was, I was spinning. I remember asking a friend of mine if I needed to be checked into an insane asylum because I could not over, I could not shake this overpowering feeling and desire for this person. And it was something I didn't have language for. I was only feeling it. And It wasn't too long after that that somebody introduced the word twin flame to me, and it just piqued my interest, and it's like I just sat up, and my eyes opened wider, and I knew I had to learn more about this because, you know, I remember running into Justin's best friend after we met, Um, (laughs) and we sat down across from each other, and... He he looked at me and he just said, you know, I promised Justin that if I ran into you again, I would relay a message. Remember, Justin was married, so I knew there were strict boundaries here that I really did want to respect. Um, So that got my heart racing and I said, well, what is the message? And he just said, just know that meeting you has completely flipped his world upside down. which was so validating for me because that was the same space that I was in. And... (laughs) Sorry, something came up. Um, I looked at him and I just said, well, the next time you see Justin, you can just tell him that the night I met him was the night I met my soulmate because that at the time was the only language I had for it. And he looked at me with this huge smile and he just said, that's just so interesting because that's the exact same thing he said about you. Um, and then the twin flame journey began. We went into that state of constant communication, telepathic communication, energetic communication. We could not shake each other. We would start to run into each other all of the time. And I would start to dream about him. The dreams were kind of the biggest indicator that this was a next level connection, and it's where I really started to learn what the connection was. Um, I would dream about what was going on in his life. Actually, the first time I dreamt about him, I was looking out at him and his wife, Sarah, and I was just studying them from afar. Oh, I can picture it so clearly now, and... I was giving them space and I just wanted to see who she was and I wanted to see who he was and I just watched and then the dreams just started coming more often and they were so profound and a lot of the time a lot of it would you know transpire in the 3D reality afterwards Um, a big thing that would happen was he would always just like pop up in my space like I'd be in a dream and then there he was and I would look at him and kind of be like, what are you doing here? You know, and he would just smile and I would walk past him or whatever it was. And I'd reach out and we would grab each other's arms and almost like slide our hands down each other's arms and grip our fingertips together. And I would look at him and I would just say, not yet. And we would let go. And then I would continue on into my own dream. This happened for a long time. And then he started coming to me in dreams and kind of updating me on where he was at and what, what was going on in his marriage. And he came to me and told me that he was getting divorced and all of these things and, you know, three dimensional time passed and, um, I found out that he was getting divorced. Um, but I still gave it space. Um, And then, somehow, we ran into each other, and we really started to connect then. Um, And I had this dream (laughs) that he rode by me on this horse, and he reached his arm out, and I grabbed it, and unlike the other dreams where we would let each other pass by and let go, we held on very tight, and he just looked at me, and he said, I love you. And I just said, I love you. And within the next two days, we just, we came into union with each other. Um, really what happened is we slept together. Um, for any of you that have had that experience, (laughs) oh, there's no coming back from that. And I knew there wouldn't be, you know, he had asked me before if we should sleep together. And I just always said no. And he really didn't understand that. But I finally just told him, you know, once we sleep together that's going to be the end of me. <laughs> that's going to be the end of this. I there, there will be no one else and you know what there there really hasn't been anyone else. One of my my main concerns is you know if the purpose of this connection is that we don't come we're, we're in separation now but so if we don't come back together will I be able to find a relationship with somebody else because it has been four years since we separated, and, you know, he's he's still here. Um, we were in union for a few months. We felt deeply, deeply in love. It, it felt like magic. It felt like the colors were brighter. Light was brighter. I felt so proud. I felt like a goddess. I mean, we would walk down the street, and people would just stare at us. I knew we were radiating this energy. And I, I miss that and it's hard, it's hard moving on from that experience. But the karma with his karmic, with his marriage and really with himself, you know, that hadn't burned up yet. That was really fresh when we came into union. And as much as we wanted to be together, He, he needed to go, you know, he needed to run and he ran and he didn't just run. He completely disappeared. (laughs) He deleted his phone number. He deleted social media. He went off grid. He didn't want to be found, not just by me. He didn't want to be found by anyone. He had to go find himself. And one of the last messages I received from him, it was, you know, I, I want you to know this has nothing to do with you. In that moment, I was so heartbroken and I just couldn't dissect that at all. It, I didn't think I could live, <laughs> uh, after he left. But slowly I started to really learn what the purpose of the twin flame journey is and how it is a journey of self and how he is a representation, a true mirror of me. And it has been the most profound experience diving into that. Um, and if he needs to be that beacon for me, then I allow him to be the beacon for me. Um, I do still wish, and I just want to validate this for everyone else who's had a similar experience or who's in the separation. I, I wish every moment of my life that we could come back together in this, in this three dimensional reality. Um, I want to feel that way again. Um, I, I I can feel that way again right now, even just thinking about it. So um, I'm still, you know, just on the path. It's lonely sometimes, but like Michelle says, when you're able to get to those moments of true alignment with your mind and your body and your spirit, you know, the Holy Trinity, the trifecta, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, those moments, those moments give everything meaning. Um, I've dedicated myself to the twin flame journey. I've tried to get off the path many times, but, you know, spirit always brings me back home. Um, it's been interesting meeting other people that understand the journey, understand the experience. It's... It isn't something to take lightly. You know, it's, it's not a soulmate. It's not a karmic partner. This is, this is a true, you know, spiritual journey of self that not many people even really know about. Um, so I salute everyone on the journey that has also dedicated themselves to the path. It is profound, man. (laughs) That's the only word I have for it. It is magic. And, you know, we're lucky to be conscious to it. And to have someone like Michelle who can really help guide us and put language to the experiences that we're having is really special. So thank you, Michelle. And thank you to everyone listening to my story um, in the short time I've been able to put it into parts.